0: Now, well, this is some interesting news. <laughs> Let's
1: listen to it. Taking the presidency of the United Nations Security Council, Ukraine has urged other Security Council members to stop the move. Adding to the controversy, Russian President Vladimir Putin has an international criminal court warrant out against him for war crimes. The CBC's Dominic Velaitis has more.
2: The UN Security Council is the international body responsible for maintaining peace and security in the world. And there is (laughs) bewilderment, even anger today, that Russia, which of course launched a full scale invasion of Ukraine just over a year ago, uh, has now taken control of it. It means the Security Council is now being led by a country whose president is a wanted man. The International Criminal Court issued An arrest warrant for Vladimir Putin just last month. The role is mostly procedural, but the Security Council presidency gives the monthly incumbents power to organise its own sessions. Russia is planning three during April, including one on arms control, during which is expected to single out, to out the United news. States for we're supplying we're arms to Ukraine. Now, the fact that it is April 1st today hasn't gone unnoticed, particularly by Ukraine. The country's foreign minister, Dmitry Kuleba, has led the criticism, describing the news as the worst April Fool's joke ever. The United States, meanwhile, says its hands are tied as the UN Charter doesn't allow for the removal of a permanent member of the UN Security Council, which Russia, of course, is. And as far as I'm aware, the US and other permanent members of the Security Council, not including China, are not planning any official boycott or protest. The bulk of the Security Council's work is really taken up by reports and routine briefings on UN peacekeeping missions around the world. And I think there is a feeling that, however distasteful Russia's presidency is to some, nothing should be done to interrupt that work to allow what's happening in Ukraine have an impact on peace and security issues in other parts of the world. Dominic Velaitis, CBC
0: News, London. Welcome back, Russia. No, this, is, this happened April the 1st. I don't think no Western paper or news media outlet said anything about that, did they? Or oh, they kept on harping on that the ICC issued a warrant for Putin's arrest and all this, but they didn't know that nobody told the rest of the world that uh, Russia has taken the presidency of the U.S. Security Council. And I hope, well, I hope one thing they do is to call them goddamn devils out of the Congo, France, Britain, and America, because those fuckers are not keeping peace. Those are fucking animals just exploiting those people. I hope Russia can do that, because they're not doing anything but exploiting the Congo. And I saw people, I think last week, they've had enough. People in the Congo have had enough. They were throwing rocks and bricks and everything else they could at the UN trucks and shit. They were pushing them out of there. They were getting them, chasing them out of there. Men, women, and kids, they've had enough. Everybody's had enough of the white man in this world. They've had enough of his dominance and murder and killing. But let's see what next. Let's see what's And I'm quite sure some of you folks in Africa have seen this. And this is what they're going to do again.
3: Open
0: the door. Open the door. Get your hands up and come outside. Come outside. This is what the white man going to do in Africa again. This is what he did in Somalia. Open the door. Open the door. Everywhere he's went, come outside. Come outside. they've done this to people. Everybody they did out. this in Libya, Somalia, Iraq, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. This is Afghanistan. Yemen. Everywhere these goddamn fuckers have done, this is what they do to the people. And then they talk about how righteous they are in God's name and shit. The fucking devils are nothing but the devil. They deserve being killed off the planet. If I say, any of you folks that got these bastards in your country and your leadership decides that America can have a military base there, you should actually, I hate to say it, I should hate to say it, but you should actually. Tell your leadership, either them white motherfuckers in America gets out of your country, or they're going to have to leave. Now, one way or the other, you're getting rid of them motherfuckers. If you have to throw out your president and your whole cabinet, throw them out and then get rid of them Americans. If they don't want to leave on their own, you make it where they have to leave. But that's up to you. Or You're going to have this in every part of Africa that's rebelling against this bullshit that they've been doing for a damn year. 400 fucking years of being exploited. But that's up to you, we'll see. We shall see. Now here's a part I really love. Western are not the friends of Africa. Are sanctioned company, countries coming together? I think so. And a helping hand, 18 Russian helicopters arrived in Zimbabwe. Let's hear this story. Sounds interesting. Of Russian helicopters has arrived in the
4: Zimbabwe capital Harare.
5: Zimbabwe. press. You see, this is what I am talking about. This is one of the reasons why I tell the whole world that we will always support the Russian Federation, not because of anything, but because of the assistance they give. They give us assistance physically and spiritually. They give us assistance at the time of need you see a country like the united states of america i will never forget when we we nigerians are for a particular uh, jet bomber i remember pukhan which the american government tried to turn us upside down before we get that uh, deal done look at what russian government have now done to the people of zimbabwe they have given them all these helicopters for free without them paying a penny And why are they giving them all those helicopters they give them those helicopters in order to boost their military personnel in order for them to you know go after any form of terrorism that will ever come in order to destroy their country they have been under sanction for many years and who are this country sanction zimbabwe is the united States of america and their allies which is the european union so today I want all my African brothers to listen and listen very attentively. Never you support something that will never bring benefit to your people, neither can it bring peace to your people. For decades, or for a very long period of time now, the United States of America and NATO plus the European Union are causing a lot of problems right here in Africa. They refuse to allow us to, allow to live in peace. They refuse to allow us to develop. So I tell you, this era has come to an end. So we have to come together. We have to come together, not because of anything, but because we should help ourselves. We have to come together in order to help ourselves. We have to come together in order to be a developed continent, not because of anything, but because we deserve to be a developed continent. You go ahead most of the time talk about Russia, Talk about uh, Ukraine and thinking uh, what they are doing there is no good. No! It is the NATO who brought that problem to the people of Ukraine. And because of the selfishness of this comedian president, today Ukraine are where they are. So I tell you, my African brothers, be very careful and know exactly what you're doing. The West are no longer your friends. They have not been your friends at the time of the good era and they cannot be your friends this time around they are never friendly and we will never be part of their movement let african rise
0: russian helicopters has arrived he said it right there the, the last part was so true that you have never black people have never been a part of a, the western's idea of anything but to exploit kill and murder and maim and mutilate and, and take from us. That's what they've done, and they never will be your friends. That's all they want is to take. And you know why Russia gave them 18 helicopters in Zimbabwe? If for all of y'all don't realize, uh, Zimbabwe has had sanctions ever since, I think, the 90s. You know why? Or is it uh, the beginning? 99, I think, 1999, 98, I don't know. But when um, Mugabe, I think that's what. it? Was it was the president of Zimbabwe? He told all the motherfucking Africans to get the fuck out of the country and give back their land. The United States put sanctions on them then. For what? Because some black people wanted their country back. They put sanctions on. Them. They've had sanctions on them for up to now, even with the nigga Obama in office. That's what I'm saying. Just what it is. That motherfucker was in office. He took the sanctions off Cuba. But he didn't take the sanctions off Zimbabwe because most of us didn't even know. But see, Russia knows what's going to come next. And the Zimbabwean people know too. And all black people better look at it. The next thing you're going to have is suddenly some terrorist organization going to pop up in Zimbabwe from nowhere. You remember, see, now Zimbabwe just last week said they were getting rid of that damn dollar. They were, they're, they're going to the coin. To gold coins or something like that. They're going with that now. They're not using that American dollar the week against nothing. You know, it takes three thousand or some six thousand Zimbabwean dollars to match one dollar of American money. Does that make fucking sense? So now I think it's three thousand to one, three thousand Zimbabwean dollars to one dollar of American. That that's bullshit, and. America don't have ship of paper to offer you. Zimbabwe and African countries got all the minerals and everything, before,
1: before, before, before.
0: but this is what they've been doing. So Zimbabwe said, fuck it, you don't have us on this bullshit for 20 years almost, sanctioned. And you know what? It's hurt them, but it didn't break them. Uh-oh. And that's what I'm glad That's why they changed their, they changed their money because now it gives the Zimbabwean people money that they can actually use instead of have to bear, bear, beg these white fucking devils to use their dollar. They can keep their paper now. You know, they can keep it. See, BRICS is coming also. America can't take it. So what they're going to try to do, they're going to try to start these little wars in Africa. You know, that's why Russia gave them helicopters. And probably China going to wind up helping in the other countries. Russia and China, gonna, if they're going to win a proxy war, I hope these black countries all rally together and say every fucking European in the goddamn continent got to go. Every fucking one. And their companies have to go. Their businesses have to go. And their ass have to go. And trust me, America will be done. It's going to be done with bricks. but you, if they Start create wars, them, you throw their bad industry bad. out of their country? You know, you can everything that they make, you can make there. No can. Hmm. I guarantee those white motherfuckers ain't gonna run and run their industries out of there. They gonna tell their governments to back off or they're gonna be on your side. But don't ever trust D white man, because a D white man is not worth trusting. He's a rotten low down fucker. <laughs> but as I said, see Russia knows. That's why they send them helicopters. That's why China is there off the, coast because they know these rotten ass white motherfuckers cannot take what's gonna happen to them so they're gonna try all stops to try to create wars where they are now like the brother said black people have been suffering too long up under the West and it's over They're tired. it's over and as I've said before you got to unite your countries just like he said your armies, one got to help the other. If these motherfuckers coming in your country, they said, well, Al-Qaeda is coming here. Yeah, you're supposed to send your, all the armies of Africa are supposed to go there and say, we're going to run these motherfuckers out of here. Boko Haram, if they want to be these terrorists or whatever, Boko Haram is another motherfucking CIA bullshit operation. That's all it is. They made them for, for Nigeria because Nigeria got people on one side of Nigeria that don't like them dealing with these white motherfuckers here in America. They don't like the deals they're making. So suddenly Boko Haram jumps in. And they're always going after school kids. You ever notice that? Or innocent villagers. They never attack right on. You know, they're going to slaughter innocent people. You know. Them people, you know, if you say you want to be Muslim, they probably say, Yeah, I want to die, I'll become a Muslim. But they don't even get that option. So, what? Don't that tell you something's fucked up? But the whole scenario, that ain't what it's about. It's about these goddamn motherfucking white motherfucking devils in Europe and America keeping the government occupied while they fuck over everything else in the country. And then tell you they're giving you something. Remember that? I remember that shit that they gave Nigeria. Nigeria spent like, what, $1 billion on a couple of raggedy-ass planes from what? The Korean War? Vietnam War? I remember that. Some propeller planes. They bought a few. I'm like, what the fuck is that going to do? Everybody's using jets and helicopters. Why are you selling these people some bullshit planes? That's because that's what they... They think of you, that you ain't smart enough to fly a jet or nothing else. But you know, like I said, you black folks in Africa, you got to rally up together, drive these white motherfuckers off your continent. Do not let them run shit no more. If you can't have it, sure enough the they ain't going to have it. If they try to get your folks to kill you, you know, like all these motherfuckers in these camps you know, in the Congo, supposed to be fucking forcing these people. Y'all got to remember one thing. If a motherfucker is born with... Is a No, if a motherfucker walking on this planet and got two legs, that means he got a mammy and a daddy somewhere and probably a sister and a brother. So if he can fuck with you with a gun, you can go find his and he to do the same goddamn thing. Think about it that way.
3: Jackpot.
0: Then you'll quit being afraid. Quit being afraid. If a motherfucker walking on two legs and speaking in any language... On this world, that motherfucker got a mammy and a daddy too. So if he wants to hold a gun to your head, you send people to hold a gun to his family's head. I guarantee a lot of shit would stop. Do not be afraid. But white people, you just kill them. Do not try not to kill your brothers, but if you got to, they ain't your brothers anyway if they fucking you and killing you. So, like I said, folks, it's up to you. all But Zimbabwe knows. They know these goddamn devil motherfuckers gonna come trying to fuck up their country. They're gonna come to Kenya. They're gonna come to Nigeria. They're gonna come to Ghana. Ghana already don't sold out though. Ghana got their motherfucking uh, army base in the, in their country, even though the people said they didn't want it there. I can't even trust them now. I don't know. Unless the people rise up and say, fuck this presidency, you you gonna get these motherfuckers out and we gonna get them out and you going with them. But y'all gotta stop you know, Uganda, you know, Uganda's going to have its first nuclear reactor, not for bombs, but for electricity, because they have these brownouts and blackouts. Now, guess what's going to happen then? Well, suddenly, Europe and America are going to say they can't have it. They don't have that. We can't give you that. Because that's what that Berlin agreement was about a hundred years ago decided that Africa would cannot grow its own food. That means all that food you're growing in Africa has to be sold on the world market. And yet you wonder, why are these people starving? You know, the richest continent in the world, everything. But you got people starving. Why? Because some motherfucker conned these people century a century ago, or they had a gun to their head, basically. And told them, you can't grow shit, you got to sell it to us, and then we got to buy your shit.
5: Man,
0: Africans, man. you got to buy shit from Europe and America. You can't grow your own, you have to sell it and buy it from us, and then in debt for billions of dollars. Then you can't have no manufacturing. That's another thing they said the 1917 Berlin Agreement. Black people cannot be self-sustaining or manufacturing their own shit. That's why you don't have no factories and shit. They just started to do it in Africa because you couldn't have any. Mm -hmm. So you didn't need roads and all the infrastructure because you didn't have no factories. Because you know what? The white motherfucking devils from Europe and America were constantly right there to make sure you didn't. And if anybody came along who said, let's change this, they killed them. So like I said, that's another thing. Quit letting these motherfuckers. Every time somebody kills somebody, y'all, damn, they resort back to ignorance. No. What you do is you kill a bunch of these white motherfuckers here. You got people that's here. Have them kill them. And then the third thing we'll see, couldn't have that. that, Oh, technology. You weren't allowed to have technology. You notice that? Mm -hmm. Now y'all finally getting, you know, just recently you started getting all this shit, you know, 5G, all this shit, because who, why? Why? Because China's there, they they give them to tea. But America was going to never you nothing. You'll be talking with two strings in a can if it was left to them white motherfucking devils or beating drums the rest of your fucking life. That's what they wanted. But you woke up, Africa, and I'm proud of you. Right. Fuck America. Fuck the West and cover your own ass and take care of yourselves, brothers and sisters. Fuck the rest of the world.
3: That's right.
0: Except those who are there to actually help you.
3: Share, relieve, inspire. Blacksby. All right, we'll be back with some more content.
0: Got another one from Brother Lasmore. This
1: one's about 17
0: minutes. Now, here's a situation. Here's a situation that even shouldn't happen. But, you know, you know, like I said, I, I like to see shit from the beginning. Now, here's maybe three, four little niggas that need to be killed. These little black motherfuckers need their ass killed. Seriously. Big me. The little black motherfuckers be dead. Now, a lot of y'all will see this. And if the police catch up with these motherfucking monkeys and beat the fuck out of them, you niggas will be out on the street protesting about how good you shouldn't have did. Just like you protest about that motherfucking no good piece of shit in New York that got his ass choked to death. He should have died. There's niggas like this one, that one, and this one. These three. Now, you listen to this shit. the read the clip. Okay, here we go. And then you tell me what you think of it.
1: He's got a glass bottle in his hand, so he does
0: have a weapon now.
1: A glass bottle is a straight-up weapon. Hey, there's little kids here too on both sides of the yard. Go away! Go away! Go away! We, we got, go. we we got go. three kids we with, we kids with we weapons. Yeah. We just with I just wish I could. I ain't I could. Kevin, I'm the only one. I ain't one of them has nobody. a glass. That's that's it. The like one that started the whole you thing. Need need thing. You know. Know. Take care of your boys. Take them home. Don't be surprised. He's not protecting his children the way you should be doing. She goes, you? You know yeah, throwing doing? you She's she's trying Don't to fucking throw this shit at me, dude. We got. Come on, come on. These kids are coming at us with weapons. Girl, just go home. I know you're good. I know you're good. Please just leave. You're not a part of this. It's done. I'm trying I'm, trying, I'm trying. what happened? Then come here and talk to me because I will talk to you. You're a good person. You you from day one, you were you've been sweet. <laughs> it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't even it wasn't even about. I walked away from dance. It's when she came to my house, and he started the in the back of my truck. That's what I that. cared about. That's, that's
0: when
1: it started I walked away from everything else. I told Jax just to chill home because he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not used to that. Right? I know, and I'm trying to tell him that he's autistic. Right, and and I, and I that's why I say, like, I like you, like, you, you, you stood up for my, like, you're a good person, and I appreciate the shit out of that. And I know you're not a part of this anger at all. And I, I walked away from that. I told Jax we're just going to chill home and have some ice cream. That's when they came to my truck, dude. Like... Hey, girl. Walked away from everything else. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. You're a good person, though. Oh, he, he's throwing glass bottles at me now. Come on.
0: Well, and now he's you going back it.
1: to my truck. He's going back over by my property. Listen
0: uh-huh. now you see this oh, he's motorcycle. destroying
1: my property. He's destroying my property. Oh, shit. Uh, Wait, sure. oh he's picking up oh, bricks to smash my car. Dude, get over shoot. here. Are you serious right now? He's smashing my car. Come on. That
3: shit is not it ain't cool. So it ain't cool. Come on, man. The Come on. And mama just letting them do it. What the
1: fuck is wrong with you, cops?
3: The cops ain't doing shit. 15,
1: 20 minutes. It's black. It's black. It's black. It's black. Uh, no,
0: those are projects down the street. I can tell with those I've seen them before. I don't know. It's Milwaukee right. uh, on there. It's Milwaukee. It's her truck.
3: She just she's, broke her window. Look at. Do it at the windshield.
1: Now, she, now she's going at my car. They're attacking the my car is going and
3: scratching the car. it. That's what it's the, what the, the hell is
1: you? wrong with you? Come on.
3: Well, I guess so. She's she had two scratching the fuck out of years. my
1: car, dude. The the no, the black
3: you know, woman. Look at this, this shit. What, what the fuck?
1: to school. in the school. What the fuck? Look at, at them picking shit. up more weapons.
3: Oh, what? What? Wait, what? I mean, just to the lady w- and shit. What? Some what? badass? What? Baby,
1: baby kids. Are you gonna come help me? They're preteens.
3: Uh, and they're throwing shit at my car. Crazy. They're destroying wow. my car. Look at this shit. This the, look at the mama doing this shit.
1: I don't. There's no, some kids, they destroyed up. my fucking car.
3: I've
1: been I called she's picking up bigger stuff and she's coming back. Uh, that's, Please, that's she's coming right with weapons destroying my property, dude. She's going at my windshield. What the fuck is wrong with you? This is gonna go Damn. on the news. She and is and is I'm gonna show how the cops don't care about the good people. <laughs> she has it destroyed is my, my fucking head car! Head
3: Help my, me! My autistic son and took him home.
1: Help me! <laughs> the fuck?
0: My neighbor's to
1: You piece of shit cops! The police. <gasps> oh my god. Wait, why are you here? Oh my god! Help!
3: Bitch, it's just a windshield, though. Go so
1: in the house, jackson in the maybe house. Maybe a hood. No!
3: Oh, her, her sign, sign is Yes!
1: Yes!
3: Please! Please. I I yes! yes. Right. Son. this. Is oh. right okay, her sign is artistic. Please well, well, they to them black
1: Please are they coming back that. again. Yes, please, please help, help me. Husband, <laughs> <her> husband, <laughs> he I he need my door.
3: Yeah. He's
1: oh here. my
3: god. I mean, <gasps> ass my mom, Kevin, do Kevin! Fast, 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 fast. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, she have get Please, Please, don't be. it on fire. could have it on file. Man, this neighborhood is straight retarded, There's re- man. There's behind you. A meth- They're, attacking meth- They're attacking us.
1: These children are attacking us. Kevin! <laughs> The <laughs> they're coming at us with weapons, they're throwing glass bottles and bricks at us. They've destroyed my car and caused thousands of dollars of
3: damage. The window, Where
1: the hell are you? Kevin, come back now. Oh,
3: well, we all know his name now. Shit. Sure.
1: You can protect your yard, but you cannot
3: take them. they're kids! What the fuck, man? Why is there, no yeah, Why is there nobody here? That's no, so what just by. Cop
1: Station is four blocks away. They're here. Please. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just got here. He cop just got here.
3: Okay. <laughs> I'm the But the there, uh, is, uh, no. The
1: police officers are in the park at the end of 37th Street. and... I
0: don't even know the other name. Um no, y'all saw that. I ain't gonna go through all the rest of because it. it's basically nothing in front of everybody. Let me let me let me make an example Let's see. Oh uh, shit. I had uh friends that came back well friends of friends. They went to the World War Two. And when they went into these wars and they finally black jazz into the shit, you know. To shoot, shoot them up, kill them up, because you know, even then they weren't allowed to kill a white man overseas that was a German. They weren't allowed to kill him at first. Because you're supposed to die if you're black. Don't kill the white man. And motherfuckers actually thought that way. This government. But they another- And some of them, uh-huh. sad to say, for my friend, for my friend told me, some of them dumbass niggas that went over there in World War II actually would rather die than kill that white motherfucker. And he was an enemy. He was the fucking enemy. He was, he was he was a German, and he was the enemy. But they couldn't, they weren't supposed to kill him. That's why they ain't much y'all in the theater of shooting at him until the end of the war when he started losing. See, the only time the white man ever let you kill another white man is when he losing. when one white man loses to another white man. That's the only reason. But the same thing happened there. You made a mistake and killed an American, and you were a black American, your ass was brought from court martial and executed. Yeah, right there in the field, but they sent your parents or things here, killed in action. And I'm quite sure they they carried this over into the Korean War and and maybe it stopped in the Vietnamese War because young people were more aware. They were killed. What they were, frag. the goddamn soldiers and the white bastards over there. But this is what they did all over the world. This is what they continue to do. They go into Africa, talking about we going to freedom and democracy. They kill off the whole goddamn country and tell you it was a mistake. They did it in Afghanistan. They did it in 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 Iraq. They did it in uh what Libya, Syria. These goddamn motherfuckers don't care. And you—and that's why I can't understand you stupid ass people in these countries. You want to emulate these white motherfuckers. And they've murdered your family's history. And the Koreans pride themselves on being so much better than us black folks. You stupid motherfuckers in South Korea, they tried to kill every one of you motherfuckers they can find. Because I, now I got cousins that were there. They were older than me way older than me because, you know, my my grandmother was still having kids when I see before I was even born. So they became my uncles and aunties, and by the time I was born, they had children which became my cousins and, and nieces, but them kids are way older than me, about 20 years or so. But anyway, they did the same thing. They, they slaughtered Koreans with no compassion. And you motherfuckers think you better than us black folks. And 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 you should really ask yourselves. And I'm talking to Korean. If you got them in your family, you got Asian in your family. Ask these people how many times did one of black motherfuckers saved them from the white motherfuckers massacred them. Because that happened in Vietnam. Me Lai wasn't the only place. But a couple of places. The white motherfuckers like Cali were getting ready to annihilate a whole village. And guess who stopped them? It was them black guys. They said, ah, hell no. We ain't animals like you motherfucking bastards. But yet, what happens? A Couple of years after everything's said and done, you motherfuckers turn on us. This is why I get pissed off with our own folks. Oh, and let's go back a little bit further in history. So I wonder they're going to teach you this in uh, Asian American history in Florida. That, you know, during America, when they went over in the Philippines, you know, and took it over from the Spanish, after they promised the Filipino people that they were going to be free and everything, then they lied on. They lied to them just like they lied to everybody else. These white fuckers ain't stopped since they became on this planet. But anyway, after they got there, they stopped. And the Filipino people realized we've been fucked. These motherfuckers are the same as those. They're white and they steal the same motherfuckers. And they have made a deal. America had made a deal. They'll give the Spanish army, the Spanish uh, government, $2 million. Or was it $2 million or $20 million? I don't know what it was. But they had to make it look like they beat the Spanish. Okay. And when these people... The same white, no-good motherfuckers turned on the Filipinos, started executing, took their guns away if they could. That's what they did. Remember, remember that? Don't they sound familiar to the American Indians? You remember Geronimo and all the motherfucking fools that fought to suppress their own people in the West? And the minute they got through, guess what they did? They took their fucking guns. The white man took his guns, put them on trains, and shipped them all the way to motherfucking Florida, places they'd never even been to. That's what the fuck the white man did. And they did the same thing to the Filipinos. After the Spanish were run out of there, they started collecting their guns. But if a bunch of the people got smart. Realized, these motherfuckers are no good. And they start waging war on America. And you know what? A couple of the motherfucking American generals that they sent over there, actually they weren't generals, they were just American soldiers. Black ones. God, they sent some of us over there. You know why? You wanna really know why? Cause they didn't give a fuck if they killed Filipinos and they didn't give a fuck if they killed black soldiers here, I mean, you know, over there. Cause we were all motherfucking niggas to them. Filipinos were niggas, we were niggas. Didn't make a difference. Sacrifice us, kill all them. But see the black men got smart, a few of them. And I know it's in your history, go look, it's in your history. Filipino people. A couple of them, black motherfucking men, a few of them switched sides and said, no, you're not going to slaughter these people like this. Like you goddamn bastards deal. That's back in America. But like you tried to do in Haiti. You know, no, they switched sides because you didn't get this in your history. I think there's even a couple of statues of the brothers in Manila somewhere. I don't know. I believe it is. But Read your history, but they didn't teach you your history either, did they? They didn't teach you folks in the Philippines your history, did they? They told you that MacArthur saved your ass. That goddamn white motherfucker ran. Just like the white man has always done, he runs away. He creates problems and runs the fuck away. And what did y'all do to deserve that? Y'all went against Japan. (laughs) At that time, Japan was a mighty empire. It was sweeping all the way through all of Asia. You know, the Chinese had their goddamn hands full of the motherfuckers. They were beating the shit out of the Chinese. Of y'all, and y'all switch sides and let these motherfucking hunkies come in and tell you, we here to defend you. And when they ran away, what you think the Japanese did? They slaughtered Filipino people like they were goddamn pigs. Didn't give a fuck. And America didn't give a fuck. They don't mention that either, do they? They talk about that fucked up ass fake Holocaust from six million goddamn Jews but let's see now. 30 million people died in World War II. They estimate maybe more. I don't know. Six million of them Jews. No, they weren't. There was a lot more people. Those motherfuckers were slaughtered, motherfuckers left and right. See, they don't, they don't count the people in Africa that were slaughtered during World War II. You know, do you ever think about why? Because some goddamn motherfuckers. The Germans and the white motherfuckers from America and England and the rest of the fucking allies were killing black people like flies, too. They didn't give a fuck. And yet all you people want to emulate these motherfuckers. I don't get you. All you people of color in the world are trying to emulate the goddamn devil. But you walk around praying to that motherfucker's God. I mean, this is not how ironic. They show you their God that is looking like them and tells them and tells you in their Bible that their God, not mine, not yours, their God told his people to go out there and slaughter all kinds of motherfuckers in the name of his of God. What kind of motherfucker does that, huh? Told motherfuckers to kill his own family. And you couldn't see the, the, the nonsense in that? You know, I, I was stupid, too, till I started reading this bullshit in the Bible. I was like, wait a minute, this is so contradictory. I, why would I go out and kill my family for a motherfucker I have never even seen? But because it says so. You know, they tell you about, you know, all them kings back when they kill their kids and all that shit for God. And then there were wars where God told people to go out and slaughter motherfuckers. And that's the shit that the white man pulled on the whole world. He rewrote that book in the first goddamn place. They took it all out of Africa, rewrote it to fit their scheme of things. And then they went to every country in the world that didn't believe in this, that never even heard of this bullshit, forced this shit down people's throats, you know, real nicely, like God is going to do something for us. You know, and while y'all all all asleep with the relief that some major some major sky, sky father going to come out and save your ass. These motherfuckers were slaughtering you and taking everything that you that was yours, taking your countries. But they told you that. And yet I still can't see. You can see today some places where Christianity stuck like a motherfucker. A lot of places in Africa they shouldn't have. Don't get me wrong, that Islam shit ain't no better. Mm-mm. But you can see where it's stuck. You know, Stuck in I think Korea's got got some Christians. Yeah, I think Korea has Christians and shit. Yeah, yeah, they do, because I've seen them on some of their programs. You know, they go into church, you know, silly motherfuckers. But then again, they hate just like the white man. You know, they hate us black motherfuckers. Why? Don't know. Did nothing to them? Don't know. They believe what the white motherfucker told them. But this brother just or this sister just told you what they did. They led you up into caves and slaughtered you. They did the same thing to the Vietnamese people. The only thing I can say about Vietnam, they beat these motherfuckers. They didn't give up. You Koreans, you're some sorry motherfuckers. You gave up. You should have been better off reuniting with the North at the time China was involved. Because then it would not have been what you think it would have been. It wouldn't have been a bunch of crazy motherfuckers running the north that's supposedly crazy. I don't know. Kim Il song or whatever his name is, he wouldn't be running the north because something would have happened if it went the different way when they had almost pushed these white motherfuckers off the goddamn continent. Well, actually they almost pushed you South Koreans off the continent. Because they were they had taken old Busan and they were marching on Seoul. Man, what did you do? You let the motherfucking white man come in. What did he do? He bombed indiscriminately. He didn't give a fuck what he killed because all y'all look alike to him. And he did. And guess what? Y'all don't matter because y'all weren't humans. Only the white man is the human. And you can see the same thing happened throughout the whole Pacific. These white motherfuckers went from island to island. They went to Hawaii. They took everything from them people and then they they did the same type lynchings. Oh, I want you Hawaiians to listen to the same fucking lynchings they did to black men in America. If a if a, a Hawaiian person looked at a white woman wrong and she said something, the goddamn U.S. Army and the government would lynch that man legally or illegally. It didn't matter. Wasn't nobody going to put them on trial. And they subdued all the, all the motherfucking uh, Native population. You know, or well, have you wonder why these people are all screaming now about they want their shit back because they're sick of these white fucking savages. Because so guess what? These white fucking savages ain't got enough. Now they want to take shit that was not that these people have held in their families for centuries. These motherfuckers want to claim it as theirs with their laws. With the white man's laws. And that's why I say everybody in the world is just fine. So I can't find what the fuck is wrong. Is there something in the air that you can't see behind the mask of these savages that they are no fucking good? They're aliens from another fucking dimension, and they are evil. Is it just me and a few, or is the world waking up that these goddamn bastards should have been annihilated a long time ago? But people, me and I, nice, you know, and then they even got like I so say, then you got all these black folks talking. You know, well. I'm here for America. America don't even want your black ass. My black ass, no other black ass. And you still got people with the gall to talk this shit about. We built the country. Guess what? Under duress, we built this motherfucker. And under duress, they've kept us. And now they want to eliminate us. They've been trying to for the last 100 years, ever since the end of that civil war and that free labor. And you still got Negroes right around. Well, we ain't giving up because we built the country. What the fuck do you have? Every time you get something legally their way, they'll take it away from you. We had towns all over the country. They took them. They slaughtered the people and took them. And you black motherfuckers out here still telling these young kids, we built this country, we deserve to stay. No, we deserve to destroy this motherfucker of anything. Stay? No. Destroy? Yes. But then y'all too scared to do that because everybody's afraid of the white men. And I'm looking back at Africa again today. And, you know, I see a lot of changes in the young people. And I'm talking to them specifically. You know, if your government is, is trying to lay in bed and play, you know, one against the other, you know, America against China, no, don't do it. Because they'll start a goddamn war, a ground war, a shooting war with China. They're not going to blow up America. They're not going to blow up China. They're going to fuck you motherfuckers up for being stupid enough to listen. And they you know what they'll do. They'll pull out and say, "Okay, China, you can have it. We've blown up every motherfucking thing. You can have it now. That's what the white man does. That's what he want to do. And some of your leadership in your countries are still trying to say, well, we can still. No, you don't even need to talk to the white fucking devil. They should be kicked out of every goddamn country in that goddamn continent. But here we go again. For some reason, black people, I mean, people of color seem like they can't bring themselves to get rid of these motherfuckers. It's like, it's something in them saying, don't don't eradicate these bastards that are trying to eradicate you. Is something wrong with me on that thinking or what? Is it, is it me thinking just that way? Because I see it too often. You know, you still got places in Africa right now where, you know, they they, they not colonized anymore. But I saw a brother say, truthfully, he said, I go in a store in Ghana. You know, all the places the motherfuckers want to go in Ghana. I go in a store. Motherfuckers are following me around like I'm going to steal something. White motherfuckers walk through the door. They run to him like they've never seen this white fucking animal before in their life. Ain't that something? And you still got motherfuckers over there in Africa to do that. You know, even though they're supposed to be liberated or whatever, they'll see you coming in. Okay, and then they see a white person. They'll run over there. That white motherfucker got shit hanging off him. They still think that white motherfucker's better than their black sister or brother. Ain't that a shame? So some of them motherfuckers still brainwashed. I know all y'all, now. I know because I see too many of you young people starting to speak out against this bullshit and saying, fuck these people, we want them dead. And you should kill them. Since your government won't get rid of them, you'll get rid of them. They'll get the message. See, D. White man understands one thing, violence. That's when he listens. As long as you talk about sitting at a table talking to this motherfucker, he can sit there and look at you all day long and lie through his fucking yellow teeth. And underneath the table, he's passing another motherfucker a gun to shoot you in the back of your fucking head. That's how this bastard thinks. But that's up to you folks. But I just want you Asian people to see this. Because this is what this was about more so. Because this is a lot of black folks married to Asians. And I'm proud of that. I'm glad. You know, all over the countries. I mean, all over the world, not the country, because most of them, they get me, they get the fuck out of here, because you can't live in peace in this hellhole, you know, but I see a lot of them, you know, you know, this generation is saying, fuck all that past, my parents didn't believe this, and that. they believe what the white man said, and they're they like, no, nah, we don't believe that bullshit, because these people ain't like that. The motherfucking criminal element is in our, in our country, too. We have in our own race. In every race they got their criminal and motherfuckers who just ain't gonna do right. So don't just you know what the like I said, D white man has done such a good job, such a goddamn good job of convincing everybody that we're no good and it's stuck. And nobody even tries to look for themselves and see, hey, maybe they ain't like this. They just take what D. White man is told to be truth. Good afternoon. This is Rainbow T.R. Miller, your HVAC and plumbing company. And they have convinced the world that we are no good. We're riding. But they don't even look into the, these people do not look at the people who's telling them this. They don't look no further than what they people say. We'll be your friend. The white man laugh in your face, tell we're your friend. And y'all be so happy that, that he's count, counted you as one of him. Like y'all in the superior race. Let me tell you something, you Asians that don't realize it, you black folks that don't realize it, and a lot of you white folks that probably do realize it. Them motherfuckers are not the master race of this goddamn planet. They never were they never will be the only way they've gotten anything is steal cheat lie and kill for it. They've never got anything honest and yet if they tell you that you better than me you believe that keep on believing it because you're a fool the only thing it's gonna get for you is you fucked up or me fucked up because one sooner or later one of us gonna run across each other and one of us gonna look at the other one kind of sideways. And the one that's being looked at sideways ain't gonna lack like it. They're gonna fuck somebody up. Don't matter if they're black. Don't matter if they're Asian. Don't matter if they're Hispanic. Don't matter. You see, I don't say nothing about the Hispanics because a lot of these motherfuckers that's coming here, white Hispanics. So they basically white. The only thing different to them is their language and their accent. And so the white man grabs them up and says, You one of us. Because the darker Mexicans and shit in, in South Americans are still down there. Well, did y'all notice that? Oh, all them darker South Americans, you know, original people, they still down in South America. The ones who were running are the white ones who fucked up everything. They're the ones who run away. Yeah, okay. Maybe that's a little bit of a touchy subject for some of them. Let's fuck them. But I just want y'all to know, okay, this is, this is what happened. What these people have done What America and its allies have done, has been done before, and they'll do it again if you let them. The only way to stop them and to make them fucking sit back and think about the shit that's going to happen to them is you start fucking up shit here in America. Make 9-11 look like a barbecue. They'll stop. Oh, yeah, they think they'll come in your country and bomb up everything. Well, guess what? They still have a country here too. They come after you, you come after them. And I guarantee you, they'll quit before you will. They will quit when you start killing their motherfucking families in the bed and blowing up their motherfucking cities. They will quit. You know, all them motherfuckers run around playing Daniel Boone with their gun ain't going to do you no motherfucking good if you ain't got no railway, transport shit. If you ain't got no food, ain't going to do you no fucking good. If your cities are in ruins and everybody's one, every man for himself, it ain't going to make a difference. Is it now? Nope. But Like I said, Asian people pay very close attention. Don't fall into that trick bag. Even though I know a lot of you have, but I hope the bulk of you wake up before it's too late wake up people
5: share
3: believe inspire Blacksby all right let's see if I'm checking. Yep. Just i got to make a Spotify commercial so I can get paid for these podcasts and the program that they started. Oh, Spotify got a new program? Yeah, for the podcast because uh, Spotify bought Anchor. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, so I can do Spotify then. Yeah. I don't have to go to Anchor. I just got to pay the Spotify. Yeah, no, you can I make your own. I pay it though. You don't have to pay nothing. No, I pay my Spotify. Oh. And if they wait, you know, they pay me everybody really know they're paying i'm looking at my website for the for the agency mm-hmm. i gotta pay that if they uh, they can't get their payment the one for your store i thought i, I switched that to so the, the other store. i switched switch back One i pay monthly one is already paid for, for two years so you know switching back and forth but I need the website open for the business, too. Trying to figure out what to do. I can't do nothing till next month, really, though. I really can't do nothing until next year. Let me record this. Okay, go ahead. Hey, you want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you... Hold on, oh shit. I can't really see this shit. Damn, I need to get the glass. I got to get it all the way up on this mall. That's a damn shame. All right, let's try this again. All right. Want to make a spot? God damn it. It's okay, start again. Don't hurt to keep starting over. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easy, then distribute it everywhere and even earn some money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. And this is how it works. Spotify for... F- God damn it. Quit, just be yourself and calm down. Is you smoking weed yet? No. Smoke the blood. Get comfortable and relax. You're trying too hard. Shouldn't have to try that hard. No, you no shit just roll off your mouth. Rhyming off. Smoke the blood. Look, I can't I- pick you up right now. I oh, see your mom. See, there's a nice bed over here. Hey, go, go, go. on, your bed. Sit on my bed, bed. Venus. Go. Come on. Give me Venus. Go, go, go. Come
4: Venus. Go, give me, give me. Come come me. Come oh, from,
3: uh, no.
4: Oh,
3: no. they will pay me $14.99 per 1,000 listens. And I make a, I get, I get at least 2,000 listens a month. Oh, yeah. Oh, up, I, I scared you when the broom fell. I know, that's why you boom. That broom fell by your bed on the floor.
4: You jumped in me and really scared me. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: see
4: up, and you're, your you're lucky I'll the treatment for right now. The other members of government. There may be a EMP or a satellite event or some problem taking place in the near future. In the the fuckery starts. <laughs> I read a story recently that I want to tell you a little bit about here. It was called When Dying Stops Being Scary. It discussed what is actually happening to the soldiers from a Ukrainian point of view, even though we can see something very similar from a Russian side. The story started with Ukrainian soldiers. They were sitting there smoking cigarettes. They were quiet. A few cigarettes into their break, one of the soldiers, who is reported to be one of the youngest among them, broke the silence of the other individuals. He said, I don't know if I will make it. He was just a 28-year-old infantryman. His name was Roman. He hasn't yet held his newborn, who is waiting back at home. Another soldier looked at him and said, you will. Then he put out his own cigarette. It was late March in the report of the story, and three soldiers on rotation were deployed near one of the embattled regions at the front line of this Russian and Ukrainian conflict. A frontline town since 2014, during the first Crimean uh, War with Russia. It's surrounded on three sides by Russian forces at the time of writing, and it has been enduring an intense assault by both the Russian forces and counter assaults by the Ukrainians. Earlier on the day in the report, a 47-year-old soldier who was fighting alongside this young individual, went by the call sign of Mipro, in reference to his uh, hometown or a reported hometown, told reporting outlets that their battalion no longer exists. They said because half of the 500 troops were either killed in action or reported as wounded uh, wounded in the previous three months of fighting. Hundreds of people gone, they say. They sit in shock among the decimation of what's happening in this war. Now, when you look past the news of the long lasting defenses of the Ukrainian forces and the continual onslaught of the Russians, because they are moving into liberate territory, so to say, there is both pessimism and optimism about what happens next. We have Russia at this moment in time saying that if Ukraine moves in defense of their country to take back Crimea or other Russian held positions, you will see a massive increase in conflict. They say that there is trauma and horror that is just not being reported anywhere in this world. Many cite the lack of support that they get in weapons and artillery And they say that these long rotations that they're being forced and put on test their limits. Assault tactics that are being used by Russia, human waves coming one after the other as soldiers are sent by the elite to either protect their homeland or to take other land. The scariest moment, they say, is when dying stops being scary. A Ukrainian soldier is seen in one of the reports on a tank looking at what looking over what is happening. Everyone wants to destroy the infantry. The majority of the army is made up of recent civilians. You see, if America goes to war, that's what members of your family are going to be. Recent civilians, now members of the military. At the beginning of a war between the USA and China, some will be asked to volunteer to serve. Others will be brought in under the uh, maybe predisposed condition that they have a skill that is needed by the U.S. government. Look at volunteers, such as a 49-year-old Ihor from Pearson. He says he decided to join the army to end the war. Then he gathered up enough money to flee his then-occupied hometown. He says he's fighting for his family so that they can return to their home after being so-called liberated, back a couple of months ago, the region is constantly being shelled. Multiple civilians are being uh, reported as harmed during this attack. And you know the general population of our planet just doesn't want to see just how bad things really are. Now more than half a year into those attacks, a 110th separate mechanized brigade infantry person who is deployed near this region says that he still struggles with, the, with leading the life of a soldier. He says, I don't want to kill people, but I also don't want to give up. I want them, he says, speaking of the Russians, to turn around and go home, but they don't want that. So that's why I try to stop them shooting at everything that I can. You know, this is one of those wars that's going to break the minds of every participant. The same way that World War One and World War II took a lot of the souls and the spirits from our forefathers, their wives back at home, being forced to deal with the hardships of what comes after the war finally stops. Now it is right now a time that you and I can prepare for what comes next, as we know and we see that a Chinese Taiwan invasion is going to take place, that the United States of America is standing there ready to send our brothers and sisters off to war to fight for Taiwan, just as we are sending your taxpaying money off to Ukraine to fight against Russia. They know that this is the next step. And at one point in time, you or a family member might be called up to serve. And so you have to make those decisions now on what you'll do and how you will play it out. We see reports in quotes after quote, of how they wish the war would end sooner. They didn't want to do this. They're fighting for their homes. They're trying to take back the land they thought was theirs. They want to make it out alive. These are the quotes that we just see repeated over and over again, as these individuals say that leadership won't even tell them what's happening. They say, the less you know, the better off you'll sleep. You're not going to be told how many people are losing their lives on the front line. All you're going to be told is that if you don't do this every woman, every child will be victimized in the coming crisis. You're going to be told that if you don't get the fatigue out of your brain and get your trigger finger ready, you're going to lose everything that you once knew and loved. They said, we need to rest, but we can only rest after the war. They speak of the hardships that they're going through. We will not give up, another quote is uh, saying, even as frustration develops over issues like what the rest of the Western world is going to do to provide them the capability to continue to fight Russia at the behest of NATO and the United States of America. Another individual who goes by the call sign of Boxer due to his previous occupation says that he's fighting for what he lost, the cars, the apartments, his way of life. I was in shock, he says, when you had everything and then suddenly you have nothing. He's a native to the region. He says the Russians took everything, literally everything. And you see, that's what's going to happen. You're going to blame it. Your family's going to blame it on the Chinese. Now, remember, at the beginning of this broadcast, I told you that multiple high-level members of the U.S. government, it is reported right now, have been given satellite telephones, emergency backup communication systems. The U.S. government knows something. But just like these individuals on the front line are not told what is going to happen, you and I in the public realm, even maybe in the contracting government contracting realm, even the members of our community who are active duty service people will not be told the hardships and the horrors of what comes next, because they don't want anyone to know how bad it's really going to be. All we can do is expect the worst possible scenario. Pray and prep for the best possible outcome. The boxer says, I don't feel like a soldier. I just have to be here. They show images of the complete, and I should tell you some of these, the cities there that once were just standing. Think of the biggest city in your area next to you, You know, the nearest one that you could drive to. Maybe it has a high sky rise buildings. Maybe it has Massive amounts of apartment complexes, you know, targets, wall bars, Walgreens, Walgreens, whatever your local Kroger or grocery store is. We see the footage, the videos and the pictures of these cities that were standing Man. one year ago, now Man. completely riddled with holes, no electricity left, blood on the streets and on the sides of the buildings. This is the reality of the future because once an empire starts to fail they will always go to war it will always be a kill or be killed mentality take or have taken from you what you need and the u.s government has basically pulled all the punches that they can i want you to look at this a former u.s commander has predicted that the russian group that is fighting for russia will face disaster over the next coming days or even weeks as the uh, mercenary boss of uh, the uh, Wagner Group claimed to have captured key city areas inside of Ukraine, and that he would pull out his men recently and hand the reins over to the Russian military. This after the commander reiterated the claims that his forces had successfully well, captured you, right? the region, and was planning to establish so-called defensive positions, passing control well, onto Russian armed forces. The Ukrainian President Zelensky stressed in a Western delivered report that conflicted regions are not completely under Russian control yet. Ukrainian officials said that fighting for the city areas continues. Ukrainian troops are encircling and making advances. Now Mark Hurtling, a former commander of U.S. ground forces in Europe, warned that as many of us had said multiple times, The leader of Wagner is not a professional soldier, and neither are are his troops. Congratulations, he says. You've put this flag in the center of the city, and now you're surrounded. He added that a disaster is coming for these operatives. Washington estimates that at least 10,000 mercenaries have been killed during the past five months. The commander of Ukrainian ground forces, Colonel General Sersky, said that Ukrainian troops are advancing on the flanks of these suburbs. They say that they are tactically encircling the area. The deputy defense minister says that the troops in the area took the city in a semi-encirclement. The enemy failed to surround the entire region. They lost part of dominant heights around the city. You know, as we look at what's happening and how the troops advance and where they move and what they do to flank and how they use urban combat, you have to remember that this is a training tool for you and your family on where to stay out of, where to evade, where to avoid. If you get caught in a fight, how to basically get out of it or how to uh, take different positions to give yourself the best chance of getting out evacuated in a safe manner. You have to watch what is happening to learn what to do if this happens to you. Additionally, spokespeople for the eastern group of forces in the region says that the president correctly warned that the city has, in fact, been razed. The enemy is being destroyed every day by artillery and aviation strikes, and units that are situated in the area are facing extreme difficulty. The military is keeping fortifications and premises in the southwestern part of the city, and heavy fighting is underway. It appears as though some intelligence that has been uh, garnered by the Chinese military or from the Chinese military signifies that a coming multi-directional land and sea attack will take place as China moves to retake Taiwan into its own national sovereignty. With this information, the Taiwanese military right now is staging reversing attacks against coming Chinese forces who would land simultaneously on three beaches in the Yilan County region. Experts identified a limited number of beaches around Taiwan as so-called Red Beaches, where an invasion by Chinese forces is going to be its easiest. The list includes three beaches near the townships of Tusheng and uh, two other regions. They were chosen for coming liberty drills. The Ministry of Defense, our national defense, booked a drill timing of May 24th through 25th to stage simultaneous amphibious landings by Navy and Marine forces that will pose as Chinese attackers. The army units are doing their best or will do their best to repel them, and the aim of the drills is to uncover new weaknesses, basically give America enough time to come to the aid of Taiwan. They say as the needs arise, the military will send extra forces to the beach area to repel simultaneous attacks. The drills are going to show how different units can coordinate their actions in a war setting until backup can arrive. And we talked a lot recently about how bad artificial intelligence is really getting, and I want you to see that it's already causing a loss of jobs. The telecoms giant BT is warning that it has started the first of what will be many artificial intelligence based layoffs after they claim that they are beginning to eliminate 55,000 jobs within months. Approximately one fifth of the jobs cuts will occur in customer service. They say announced plans to replace staff with technologies, including artificial intelligence are already in the works. They have a workforce of 130,000 people, including employees and contractors. And they say they will be directly affected by the reduction. The chief executive Philip Jansen acknowledged the significant changes that are going to accompany the introduction of what they call new technologies. They highlighted the potential of generative AI tools, such as ChatGPT, which can perform tasks such as writing uh, different essays, scripts, be able to solve computer coding problems, and act in a human-like manner, they said. The CEO, or the group's leader, emphasizes that AI will improve the speed, the quality, and the seamlessness of the service that they can offer to the rest of the population. They say it won't feel like you're dealing with robots anymore. They emphasize that the telecom giant will maintain its multi-channel approach. It will have a network of multiple stores, but with less people, less personnel. They stated that new technologies will, of course, drive some new jobs. Those new jobs will be fewer and farther between. And in fact, this announcement follows a similar move by Vodafone. Which recently announced plans to cut 11,000 jobs, equivalent to one tenth of its entire workforce, and replace them with AI generative services. According to Janssen, BT aims to become a leaner business with a brighter future. You see, just like these stockholders loved that Target, Walmart, every corporation started charging more, even though they sold less product, they all love a leaner business with a brighter future. That translates into our schleb speak as hire less people, fire more people, make more money. And they love it. The company is going to eliminate up to 55,000 jobs. The majority will take place in different areas of our world. They employ 80,000 people. They have another couple of thousand, tens of thousand that are contractors. All of them will become affected. This is getting bad and it's getting bad quick. I want you and your family to be as prepared as you can be to lose your job. Kelly and I are doing the same thing, folks. This is an all-hands-on-deck approach. Everybody, no matter what business you're in, you will be affected. Now, an electrician will be affected less than a store operator, customer service, a restocker. I just saw a new report that they... I didn't even see anything leading up to this, but now they have new... Robots like the Boston Dynamic robots, but much leaner, much less, uh, you know, developed, or uh, not developed, but much less, I guess, hardy. They look very humanoid. They're rolling them out in the thousands this year. They say they will be doing things like stocking shelves, they will, and they look just like you and me, except maybe with a uh, mixture of iRobot inside there. A new day and age is coming. If you're an electrician, if you have a skilled trade, a hairstylist, you are much more buffered than the rest of the world. Even Mike Rowe, I'm sure you know who Mike Rowe is. He uh, hosted Dirty Jobs. He has a huge, huge passion in his heart for people in skilled trade. Dirty Jobs was a show all about people who don't want to do the things that need to be done in order to make this world go round. The people who are taking the feces uh, you know, out of septic tanks, the people who are working to keep the uh, bridges operating, you know the things that most people don't wanna do. He says that even every single person in those positions are going to be affected in the coming years. So what can we do to get ready? Well, we can cut back on the expenses that we have the capability of doing so. We can pay off what debts we have that are within reason. And we can work to run ourselves like these corporations want to run themselves. Leaner businesses, brighter futures. So grow as much food as you can. Reduce the services that you pay for. Uh, you know, Don't buy a new car, even though you normally would. Get the old one up and running. Build a group. The more group you can have, the more likely that you'll have a skilled service trade person inside of there. You'll have an electrician, maybe a plumber, a nurse, a veterinarian tech. You'll have a, uh, you know, someone who works on vehicles. You'll have, you know, the, the shade tree mechanic. You'll have somebody who gardens a lot. You'll have these skilled trades that make our world go round. We basically, each one of us needs to have these local friends and family. And you have to make sure that you can call on them. Now, they might charge, but you have to make sure you're not taking being taken advantage of. Make sure that if they are in your group of friends and family or survival group or prepper group or whatever you want to call it, make sure that in this group, you work out a deal on paper, a contract of sorts that says that we are all working together for a better good. That means sometimes coming and sacrificing your time. Now, if you want a plumber to come sacrifice his time to unclog your toilet, then you need to sit sacrifice your own time when he needs help with a skill trade that you have. And you might say, well, I don't have much to offer. Everyone has time. Everybody, the only person that doesn't have time are the ones who stopped breathing. And so whether you're 17 or 75, you have time to help somebody, offer somebody something. They might need help in the kitchen, in the garden, taking the garbage out, cleaning up a room, selling stuff at a garage sale. Now is the time to build those groups because other people are. That's the scary part for you. Other people are building these groups right now. So that means that the pool of available skilled trade people who are willing to work in a group setting with you and your family is lessening. You have less access to them because they're already getting into groups with friends and family. And even if they're not group oriented, they're already making connections. They might just call it, you know, uh, acquaintances, connections. They don't have to call it a prepper group or a survival group. But your access to that pool of individuals is lessening every day. Because whether people want to understand how bad things really are, or they subconsciously just see it, they're doing what they can in the back of their own heads to get ready. Let us know down in the comments what you're doing to get ready. If you already have some of those skilled group members, what do you think a person should do if they have access to more than one? skilled group member, say somebody who, uh, you know, two electricians, two plumbers. How should they handle that type of setting inside of their group? From my family to yours, please stay safe and keep watch. This week's full spectrum news is brought to us by you, all of our members on Patreon. If you're interested in long-term food, check out nutrientsurvival.com forward slash FSS. Use the code FSS15 for 15% off of meals that are ready to eat. If you're interested in antibiotics that are prescribed by a real doctor, they get sent to you from a real pharmacy in the mail to your house. Check out contingencymedical.com and use the code FSS10 for a discount. But most of all, do what you can to get ready because a change is coming. Stay safe, everyone. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.